Hello, welcome to the High Council. Hello, welcome to episode two of the High Council podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about existentialism. And if you don't know what that is, it basically means we as human beings were born or like were created before there was a purpose for it. And no one like God created us, and we don't really particularly have a purpose. And the universe is a vast place, and it doesn't quite care about us. We're kind of insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Like, think about it. You're just a person listening to this podcast in a town, in a country, on a planet, on a pretty small solar system, in a pretty average-sized galaxy, in a pretty large universe. But, hey. We're just here to talk about that. <laughs> and here with me is my brother, Alex. Hello. Uh, yeah, and I'm Justin. And we're just here to talk. Hello. So to go off of uh, existence preceding essence, Jean-Paul Sartre, a philosopher from the 1900s, basically said that humans exist for no particular reason and it's up to us as a species as individuals as well to decide what human beings as a species will be known for like every decision you make you will like set down a stone in the path of humankind's history so like if you're a good person today mankind as an entire species will be a better better off for it basically like you will basically be helping mankind be better individually and as a whole and not just at that moment but also in general through the future because that kindness can also spread and no doubt you'll teach that kindness through people you meet and hopefully your offspring and whatnot but uh what do you think, Alex? I think that, you know, um, you could say the same thing for violence and hate. That shit spreads through generations. Very true. And it's cyclical. And, um, yeah, just, like, why torture each other if we just, like, are randomly here anyways? Like, might as well. Like, just use all the freedom we have to do the right things. Exactly. I'm glad everyone. you said freedom, because we do have a choice. That's the whole part of existentialism, is because we don't particularly have a set out, like, written in stone set of goals or, like, necessities that we need by a higher purpose, like, set up by a higher purpose... We have the choice to be or do whatever we want. We have infinite uh, potential, basically. And that's kind of scary in a way, because like Alex said, people have extraordinary potential to do evil things. Like Hitler's one person that comes to mind. He's pretty famous for it. But uh, yeah, just, yeah. He'll go down forever in history. as like, hey, humankind did this, so we probably better watch out for him. 
And that goes back to what I was saying about whatever every decision you make goes down in history and like mankind will be branded for it and like has to move from that step. So next time you want to tell your kid or your friend like, hey, we should go beat that guy up or like, hey, let's go sling some slurs their way. Think about it and like literally think you yourself are taking one whole step backwards for not only yourself, but mankind as a species. You're kind of just holding us back. And yeah, stop holding us back. <laughs> yeah, it kind of like should stir some type of emotions. A lot of people think existentialism is all about like depression and like, you know, uh, I don't know. That's just, like, what it was about for me, I think. <laughs> Hey, some, I guess it is. Honestly, it helped me. Like, I, I feel like I went into a depression because of it. And then I came out, be, like, because of it, too. Like, better off. Yeah. Like, because, see, like. I, lo- I low-key like that. that like, you have to. Oh, no, no. Like, when I was. I feel like when once I rejected religion, like, at some point growing up, you know, I feel like that it was because of existentialism. Like, I couldn't accept, like, just heaven, hell, like, the whole do good things, do bad things. Like, yeah, that affects our history, but does it affect your soul in the afterlife and stuff like that? Does everyone go to the perfect place where, like, their karma dictates that they should have went? Like, like I don't know. People get away with fucked up shit. Good people, like, get Seem to die shit every on. day. Yeah, yeah and, like, die young, like. I don't, I don't know. I, existentialism was like probably the first thing that just opened my, made, made me a deeper thinker probably. And that's what we want to do here on the podcast to help everyone think a little more critically and a little more deeply about not only themselves and life, but the universe in general and how they relate to it. I feel like that's something that everyone should do and it's very healthy like i swear uh existentialism helped me out too it's just like hey in the grand scheme of things nothing really quite matters so you need to get over like for lack of a better term get over like the small things like you can't let them ruin your day or something even though lord knows i have i let little things still ruin my day (laughs) to this day i try not to i try not to but hey everyone's human like back to what we were saying humans are a little Humans are a little monkey mad. Yeah. Monkey get angry. Feeble, fickle little things. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I'm going through some classes right now, anthropology. It's really cool to see the genealogy of like homonyms and like basically our ancestors. That's what they're called. And like Homo erectus and all that shit. It's very interesting. So for all of you out there who are, uh, you know, uh, evolution deniers we kind of have proof now you can look that up <laughs> yeah after the podcast of course finish listening and then you can look that up but uh yeah i just wanted to maybe talk a little deeper about you know space maybe because i don't know when you're listening to this but there used to be eight planets or yeah there used to be one more planet in our solar system for all you uh, kids out there listening pluto used to be a planet but if you watch rick and morty you know already that it's just now considered it was considered by the scientific community too small it was a baby dick planet 
<laughs> and yeah, they were like, we can't have that in our solar system. So it's kind of funny that Earthlings, like the little monkey, like the little monkeys on Earth, like three pla- like three planets away from the sun, decided that the furthest planet out from their solar system, like they just decided as a community, like, you know what, we're going to decide that you're not a planet. It's very interesting how we have that hubris of like, you know what, we're just going to decide this. Like, it's just very interesting to think about, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like Pluto, um, I miss Pluto. <laughs> shout like out that, Pluto. Yeah, shout out Pluto. Like, yeah. It was cool to have eight planets, like, I don't know. Yeah, and it was a gaseous planet that was very cold because it was so far away from the sun. It was basically goddamn um, ice ball, an ice ball in in space. But hey, there's still pictures. There's still high depth, you know, uh, telescope pictures. That's one thing I actually am very like thankful for, like NASA. Just all the pictures that they like just show for free. It's like very interesting to see like the progress that they make it's kind of sad no one really cares but and they don't get funded but it is interesting to see like to explore our universe like Like, that's kind of cool to have that job like yeah i just you know look at our universe all day and make sure that you know no meteors are coming (laughs) immediately for us yeah i think people care it's just like the amount of attention it gets versus other things like because of like how much money you can make on like pictures of space versus like fucking pictures reality of tv on only fans yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly bro you can literally just like, do we promote the wrong shit like it's sad but like it's so true like for like just for money like shit that we know is not good for us, but because it's exciting or entertaining or whatever, like, it gives us that quick rush of dopamine in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, upon a second of reflection, you can be like, "Wait a minute, this isn't really good for me." Actually, I have a great example of this. I was slightly intoxicated, and I was scrolling through DoorDash. I'm sure you know DoorDash, and uh, I was about to get a about to get something off of the app and it was like 11 o'clock or something and i wasn't even like that hungry but i was in that phase of intoxication where i was like you know what i could eat about anything right now like i could go for it and i would enjoy it so i was scrolling through the app and i come across white castle and i'm like "Ooh, white castle like i haven't had that in a while because i'm kind of on a semi-diet right now trying to get back into shape and then i like, I clicked on the, you know, White Castle, like, oh, well, like, menu thing, and I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? What am I doing to myself right now? <laughs> I'm not going to feel good after this meal, and I don't really feel like spending, like, $30 on the delivery charge and all that for DoorDash, because DoorDash robs you of your money. But, hey, so during COVID, I mean, I, I like to think of it as supporting essential workers, somebody's got to do it someone's working out there someone's delivering your food but uh yeah so i took a second of reflection and i 
made the better choice and <laughs> saved my money and saved my stomach and body from suffering, I guess, in a way. <laughs> Shout out White Castle <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> uh, it is good. White Castle is good usually, but I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's not that good. It's certainly not good for you. Yeah. But, you know, those sack of fries... What about that time we pulled up class to White Castle (laughs) and my man was trying to order a hundred burgers, no cap. We had to talk him out of it. I saw the sign and it just sounded so appealing. That's one thing about marketing that we can talk about. It's one of the most, like, it's one of the most, uh, what you call it? I'll never forget that, it's one of the most specialized like money um like money thrown into industries ever they spend millions of dollars hundreds of millions of dollars a year on scientists and like theories and stuff on what would be best to make you more um more likely to buy that product and you can see this all the time in advertising and even the way your cereal boxes are presented to you in the grocery store it's very interesting, actually. Just the lengths people go to get your attention and to have you consider buying something. Even like to the point of how grocery stores are literally um, made, how they are laid out, their layout is made specifically to keep you in there for as long as possible and to have things that complement each other in similar aisles like either near each other but not in the exact same aisle because like say you need hot dog or say you're getting hot dogs for a barbecue they'll put ketchup in like one aisle and then put mustard in like the very next aisle to make you go through the ketchup like go through one aisle to get ketchup and then go through a whole another one to get mustard and that makes you more likely when you're in the second aisle to get something else say maybe the the ketchups with the uh sauces or whatever and the mustard is in the chip aisle you know so you walk through the chips and you're like hey you know what i'm gonna go throw in a barbecue up as well get some chips too and there you go that's as that's as much as the supermarket is hoping for and say that happens a couple of times with you and a couple of times with your friends and bada bing bada boom you get a multi-million dollar industry there you go But, uh, hey, that's existentialism <laughs> for you. <laughs> and that's it for us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast or at least learned something. If you are so inclined, please rate us five stars and give us a share. Maybe around. I don't know. But uh, Thanks for listening. Love <laughs> yeah, you. Thanks for listening. See you around.